The Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is The Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Adrian Lizer on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Happy Lover's Week here on The Movie Zone. You're listening to 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hopefully you've got your loved one nearby, your significant other. You sound like our friend Christian. Gazing from, into uh, your eyes. <laughs> Christian Anderson yeah. from Culture. That's how we... <laughs> Welcome to Sunday morning here on SLC Culture. Uh, hi, I'm Austin. Hey. He's Adrian. It's the up, Movie dude? Zone. What's up, fool? We're back for another week. They can't get rid of us. We're like a parasite. Oh. See what I done there? Yeah, I see it. I, usually I do the yeah. bad jokes on usually the show. Usually you have the bad dad jokes, which means... If I'm making bad dad jokes... Do you have an announcement for us? It means that I always say, to my knowledge, (laughs) I'm not a father, but hey. And now, to your knowledge? Still not. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Whenever someone says that, by the way, I'm like, geez, how many people are you going around with? (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. And... uh, uh, very few. Anyway. And that's as far as we need to take that conversation yes. here on the family show, right, the movie yes, zone. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, how you been, man? Good. You excited that it's the all-star break? It is. I'm officially on vacation. But you came back for the I did. The I came zone. back for this, but, you know, take, doing a staycation this time. Sometimes I like to get out of town, but I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to go out of town in the summer, so I decided to stay home this time. Well, uh, I'm glad I you will stayed not, around so you could come in and do the movie. Yeah, and I have not listened to the show. Nor will I. I will have the zone off. To Tony and me? Yeah. Well, she didn't miss much today. Yeah. I will that right now. <laughs> I'll have the whole station off <laughs> and uh, for the rest of the week. Wow. Which is one more day. How kind of you. Yeah. Way to support the team. Just got to take a take a break from you people. That seems like something uh, uh, Jimmy Butler would do. I'm not listening to film. I'm on right. vacation. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, How European of me. What? They like they are like required to take vacations and things like that. Oh, you know, soft. Not allowed to check their work emails at home. That kind of thing. And in this, which I don't do anyway. (laughs) In this country, it's demanded. Right. Exactly. Uh, Okay. Well, the the Jazz are at the All Star break. Adrian's at the All Star break. It's a good time to talk movies. It is and local theater and local theater. Excited to hear from uh, your fellow compatriots at the Hope Box Theater today. Yes, sir. Uh, Second segment today will be full of firsthand accounts and uh, stories of, of local actors and founders of... Uh, some famous people? Some that Locally? Have, that are not that have, named Austin Horton? Some that have agents Ooh. and have been on Broadway and in movies and here they are doing local theater for to fight cancer. Like I said, there are so many talented people in this world I mean, we see it on Twitter and YouTube and all that all the time of people doing crazy things that are immensely talented who aren't famous. I wholeheartedly believe it's the same with theater because so many talented people come up through theater. They don't go on Broadway. That doesn't mean they didn't have it. Just it wasn't in the cards for them. They still get to make great pieces of art. Yeah. Even if it's local theater. Yep. So you'll hear from a bunch of those, in my opinion, heroes who are dedicating their time since October. You're right. For free, for a good cause. So we'll, we'll talk about that. But before we get into everything ahead of us in this hour, who did what last week? Who did what well, at the, the box the, office? The movie we were all looking at to see how it would do is Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. 
and it flopped. It flopped $33 million to open. Who knows why, but it may do better. You know, my theory, you don't tend to do better on the second week than the opening week. So we'll see what happens worldwide with them. Uh, but year to date, Austin, number one, bad boys for life. That's Still. the tagline of the movie zone. The movie zone. Bad boys for life. <laughs> and we were hopeful that Birds of Prey would unseat it. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Doolittle, number two. That's a shame. Birds of Prey 3, The Gentleman 4, and The Grudge 5. Of those five, which is the best movie, in your opinion, that you've seen? Uh, I have only seen one, <laughs> and it's The Gentleman, which I like. And I've yet to see it, and I think that would be my choice right, as well. probably would be. Uh, and yet it's fourth on the year-to-date money list. Yep. Oh, and well. uh, real quick, should we just go over some of the winners? In the of the Oscars, the Oscars before sure. we get into the yeah. movie zone phone, um, of course, best picture went to Parasite, and I believe the first foreign language film to win best picture. Yeah, big uh, so, historical moment. And uh, the director, um, really funny. There's just that video of him just staring at the Oscar in disbelief when they won for best foreign language film because they yeah. won both. And uh, and uh, yeah, Austin's gonna sneeze. It's about to hit. Bless you. Excuse me. Uh, also, do, also directed a movie called Snowpiercer, which, um, if you look into the history of why it didn't get as big of a release, starring Chris Evans, fabulous movie. Um, a now a uh, a a the person in charge of running of like the company is now is um, someone that is being put in prison hopefully so it's just this weird Harvey Weinstein but it's this weird oh. uh, it's this weird uh, dynamic between why it didn't get a full release and what Harvey Weinstein did to prevent it so anyway huh. uh, now luckily that man's going to prison for the things that he did yep um, Walking Phoenix Austin wins Joker for no best surprise. actor no surprise uh, Renee Zellweger for Judy we, we, we saw that coming yeah uh tony park said judy's a really 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 bad boring movie right but this is based on one person's performance right and her performance they deemed worthy of being the best of the year uh supporting actor of course brad pitt uh director of course bong joon ho for parasite and then toy story 4 austin won for best animated film it was brilliant by the way next week i'm gonna be seeing the new one onward Oh, you are? The new Pixar one. Yep. So I'll be taking I've not the... even seen the trailer for Onward. Uh, it's got Chris Pratt in it. It's, it's about elves and something. I don't it's, know. I don't really know. Elf Brothers. Yeah, are, Elf Brothers. Chris Pratt and... Uh, Tom different... Holland. Tom Holland coming off the, the heels of Spies in Disguise. Which was just an incredible piece of junk. So good. <laughs> so good for him. There you go. The Oscars in review. Let's dial out to the Movie Zone phone. We got three movies offered to you this week. Something for everyone, maybe. Or something for nobody. Right. Let's take a look or listen. Hello, and welcome to Movie Zone Phone for the Larry H. Miller Megaplex Theaters. For popular movies and showtimes, please press 1. For Frozen 2, please press 1. For 1917, please press 2. For Sonic the Hedgehog, please press 3. You've selected Sonic the Hedgehog, starring Jim Carrey, Ben Schwartz, James Marsden, and Neil McDonough. For plot description, please say, tell me more. Tell me more. Sonic tries to navigate the complexities of life on Earth with his newfound best friend, a human named Tom Wachowski. They must soon join forces to prevent the evil Dr. Robotnik from capturing Sonic and using his powers for world domination. 
Sonic the Hedgehog is rated PG and earns 7.4 out of 10 rating from IMDb.com. For tickets and showtimes, please visit MegaplexTheaters.com. Okay, we all know about the drama surrounding the making of Sonic the Hedgehog. When was the initial release date supposed to have been for this movie? I think the release date stayed the same. It did? But I think the... I'm not sure, but they had to redo everything because of the freaky initial concept of Sonic and how it looked like a human face on Sonic the Hedgehogs. So they, they pushed the release date two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. January 25th was supposed to have been its, its wide release, and it limited release on January 25th. But February 14th, okay. Valentine's Day, so would be the yeah. wide release. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, to what you were talking about there, Adrian, the backlash of just how awful everybody thought the original look of Sonic was in the teaser trailer, they scrapped it all and remade the entire animated part of the movie. Are you familiar with the... Um the concept of the uncanny valley Austin. no now the uncanny valley is this uh it's like a human brain thing where people are uncomfortable with things that look sort of human-like but aren't fully human like the cats movie like the cats movie and like sonic used to look it provokes something in the brain that makes you feel very strange and uncomfortable by looking at it and i think this is, this was a example of the uncanny valley where it was just close enough to looking because it had a person's face on sonic's body yeah and cats was a similar way and everyone was like oh Speaking of which, did you like Rebel Wilson and James yeah. Gordon's yeah, that was their funny. own movie? Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, because it this just this was a no brainer though. Why did they understand not it. do I'm with this you. Yeah, to yeah. start with? Because it looks now it looks like, like Sonic. Sonic. Yes, exactly. Here's an idea. <laughs> Let's do a Mickey Mouse movie, but make him look like uh, Mortimer Rat or whatever. What? Come on. Or even like a Mickey Mouse movie and put a human face on Mickey Mouse. <laughs> right. Yeah, good point. Which is what this Which Sonic is what they, And it had like weird teeth, like human teeth, and it just looked bizarre. And that's not what Sonic looks like anyway. It looked like Charlie Day had gone on an acid bender. <laughs> that's what it looked like. Now, they've redone it, Austin. Yes. And, and it uh, looks better. It looks better. Starring Jim Carrey, Ben Schwartz. Uh, people, uh, you know, from uh, Parks and Rec know him. I like Ben Schwartz a lot. I like him a lot. James Martin, Adam Pally. Um, you got Neil McDonough, who I'm a big fan of. Um, honestly, I don't know if this is going to be any good. Of course, Jim Carrey is Dr. Robotnik. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be any good, but I want to go and I want to hope it's good. Well, as you heard there, 95% of those who reviewed it on Google so far liked it. All right. 95%. And I really enjoy Jim Carrey, and I know he's, uh, he's kind of up and down with, you know, just because... You know, he lost his uh, his his girlfriend or his fiance, his ex girlfriend, yeah, fiance. He, yeah. that, mm-hmm. that obviously had an immense effect on him, and uh, he's had a hard time coming coming out of that. And uh, he's made his TV show that he did really well. And uh, I hope yeah. I hope this is good. And Jim Carrey's a guy I always have found funny. Some of my favorite movies are Jim Carrey movies, and uh, I hope this is good. Well, I'll tell you my my opinion on Sonic the Hedgehog is, I think it deserves a go. Because they did something that a lot of studios would not have done. And that is listen to the outcry and say, we're going to take a bath financially and redo this whole thing. And right. I think that deserves... You. They listen to the people, so the people then need to return and go to the movie and, and see it. I'm with you. They could have just said, well, this is our movie. 
deal with it. Deal with it. We don't care if you like it or not. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I'm with you on that. That's a great point, Austin. And uh, yeah, go. It's a go for me. I hope it's good. So there you go. Sonic the Hedgehog. That's something for the uh, pre-adolescent through teenage years and the rest of the family. Or yeah, or even people like us who grew up playing Sega. Perfect. Yep. And, you know, trying to hit those loop-de-loops without hitting a spike and not losing all our coins. But this, we said to start the show, there was maybe something for everybody this mm-hmm. weekend. That would be the family pick. Right. This weekend. Sure. The next two, not so much. Let's and, dial back out to the movie's own phone. Hello, and welcome to Movie Zone Phone for the Larry H. Miller Megaplex Theaters. For popular movies and showtimes, Please press 1. For Just Mercy, please press 1. For Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, please press 2. For Fantasy Island, please press 3. You've selected Fantasy Island, starring Michael Pena, Lucy Hale, and Mark Ruffalo. For plot description, please say, tell me more. Tell me more. The enigmatic Mr. Rourke makes the secret dreams of his lucky guest come true at a luxurious but remote tropical resort. When the fantasies turn into nightmares, the guests have to solve the island's mystery in order to escape with their lives. Fantasy Island is rated PG-13 and earns 6.5 out of 10 rating from imdb.com. For tickets and showtimes, please visit megaplextheaters.com. Fantasy Island. Yes, and this isn't your grandmother's Fantasy Island, Austin. <laughs> Tattoo is nowhere to be seen no. in this one, is, is he? Uh, yeah. Never saw Fantasy Island, just always heard about it. Only saw the, a plane, a plane right. yeah, yeah. part. That's all I ever saw of it. Yeah. Now, uh, it is a horror vision, or version, <laughs> rather, is my understanding. It might be a horror vision, too. <laughs> Who knows? The, the fantasies turn into nightmares, as you heard in the description. Yes. So... Now, here's the catch. This is a hard and fast, pass, don't go, whatever I do with my life, this will not be it type movie. But 91% of those who have seen it have given it a thumbs up. So, is that 9 out of 10? Is that 90 out of 100? Is that 9,900 out of 1,000? Is that 4 out of 5? Is, <laughs> is it 1 out of 2? Well, yeah. that one, it'd have to be yeah, uh, 3 out of 4, close-ish. But you know what? I will say it's probably bad. It might be good for horror buffs, and it's got some good actors and actresses in it, so you've got that going for it. Poor Lucy Hale can't get out of this genre. No, she can't, and she was in Pretty Little Liars for so long and maybe too long. But you got Maggie Q and Michael Pena and Ryan Hansen and you know those people you've heard of yeah Utah's own Michael Pena you know he lives here I did not know that yeah Michael where are you at you see him in the five for the fight that's true teaser video I was wondering why he was on that Michael if you're listening would love to have you on the show come on down Mr. Pena. And everything I said before about it might be bad. This movie looks brilliant, and I hope you get an Oscar for it. <laughs> Just like Dora. <laughs> yes. Exactly. No, Austin, no. We're trying to get him on the I show. Know, I mean it. No, I don't. He's uh, made a lot of great movies. But I've li- I liked him in almost everything else he's been in. So. Yeah. He was really good in Shooter. Ant-Man. Yep, for sure. All right, so there you go. It's a don't go for me. You, no. not really. But... If you're uh, anti, look, if you are anti-Valentine's Day, if you are single and want to stick it to the romantic crowd out there, perhaps this is where you and your other single friends go this weekend and make fun of it the whole time. You Mystery Science Theater 3000, the thing. Exactly. You don't sneak any drinks in or anything. You just go and you just enjoy the movie. All right. Now, 
this there's, next one. There's one more. And we, we said there's either something for everyone or nothing for anyone. We'll tell you about this one now. the opposite of what you just said about Fantasy Island. If you're looking for brownie points and something to see, you bring your lady to the photograph. Or, or your, your man. Bo- or your man. Look, I'm if a you guys sucker are in for your, romantic movies. Sure. And this looks about as romantic as hell as you can get. <laughs> <laughs> romantic as hell as you can get. Uh, I like Lakeith Stanfield a lot. Love him. A huge fan. I think he's going places. It, you know, it makes me... He's first thing I saw him in was in, in Atlanta, and he plays this druggy, but he's mm-hmm. got just you know a very philosophical view on the world, and he's so great in that show. And of course, the show comes to an end because you know everyone blows up, and not to mention spoiler. Every, well, I still have not finished it. No, just not blows up, but oh, I mean like oh, in oh. real life. I was like that. That I never saw that coming. No, no, no in real life, you got okay. you know Donald Glover's a big deal. You got Lakeith is just his career. Zaza Beats, Zazie Beats, Zazie Beats. All they're all their career are going places so uh, that's what happens when you know people get famous they leave their old projects behind but he's been in so much and I'm a big fan of him I am as well so he he for he alone is worth I think going to this movie to see but yeah if you're looking for a romantic dinner in a movie this is probably your Valentine's Day choice for a movie yeah if it weren't Valentine's week I don't know that this would be on a lot of people's uh, box office list sure. this coming weekend, but this is this, so. This is really a, a gamble. This is up to you. It could be f- good. It could be horrendous. But if you're looking for a Valentine's date movie, right. I don't think there's a better choice this coming weekend. I totally agree. So there you go to review the photograph. That's your Valentine's date night movie. Fantasy Island. That's your anti-Valentine's date night movie. And Sonic the Hedgehog is your family Valentine's date night movie. Yep. There you go. Three movies opening at Megaplex Theater. Either way, spend time with the ones you love. Speaking of ones you love, coming up next, everybody knows somebody in their personal life who who is either going through or has been touched in some way by the monster of cancer. And the Hope Box Theater in Kaysville, Utah, is doing something about it. And uh, I'm pleased to introduce you to some people that I love dearly that have dedicated a lot of their time and efforts to uh, helping someone who's fighting cancer in Guys and Dolls. We'll talk about it next right here on The Movie Zone. They call you Lady Luck But there is room for doubt you're locked on to the Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Adrian Leiser on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 
You're on this date with me. Welcome back to the Movie Zone. Austin Horton, Adrian Lizer here with you. Soundtrack of the week goes to Guys and Dolls. And why is this our soundtrack of the week? Because I spent a few minutes with much of my fellow castmates in Guys and Dolls playing now at Hope Box Theater in Kaysville, Utah. And the reason this is not this is not a I want people to get this right. This is not me trying to plug a selfish project of mine. This I think is something that every listener of the movie zone can get behind it's a non-profit theater that for every show it does it picks someone in the community fighting cancer yeah. and gives them uh, the proceeds from the run of the show i think it's awesome i think it's great so here and kudos is a, to you for doing it i think that's right thanks man yeah. thanks kudos to uh, my family my wife and my daughter for letting me spend so much time yeah. away from home to get it done have they seen the play my wife is yeah my daughter's not old enough to go to yeah that makes sense yeah yeah. but yeah my wife's seen it several times awesome that's great so here it is a few interviews with some of the uh, people associated with hope box theater and guys and dolls here with the star of the valentine cast Um, when it comes when it comes to mission dolls yes mission dolls samantha worston welcome to the movie zone (laughs) thanks i'm excited i'm excited to have you on so who are you playing what role are you doing what do you like about it okay i play sarah brown and I really like that she has this huge character arch. She, I mean, her love interest, the same thing. They find like this nice common ground by the end of the show. And I think that that's really always fun to play someone with two sides. What part of your own life do you see paralleled in <laughs> Sarah Brown? Oh, that's a dangerous question. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I grew up very religious um and i feel like i'm a very like i feel like i'm a spiritual person but i don't have the same um i've grown to be more loving and kind and accepting and so has she so there's a nice there's a good political answer there's a nice similarity (laughs) right there i didn't mean for that to get too deep but man here we go sorry testimony time (laughs) have you done guys and dolls before in junior high school okay who'd you play then i was a hot box girl all right yeah does part of you wish sarah was part of the hot box troop oh yeah every single (laughs) night when i watch i'm like oh so fun i wish nathan was part of the hot box troop i don't think anybody in the cast would not want to be part of it uh what does hope box theater mean to you well this is my first show at the hope box oh i didn't know that yeah and i just think it's so awesome what they're doing to um help people with cancer my dad had cancer a few years ago and so i feel like this just really hits home for me and it's just such a great cause and really brings people together cast audience everybody for a good cause and to just do some selfless love and yeah it's really cool. Awesome. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Appreciate it. Name and spelling. Todd Wente. T-O-D-D-W-E-N-T-E. I knew it. Okay. <laughs> Todd, Todd, you and I, we alternate nights as Nathan Detroit. We have been brothers from another mother. Yes, indeed. And the other day, someone told me that you are better at acting than I am. I'm not sure who that person would have been. It was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how many shows have you done? Uh, I lost track at about 35. Wow. So how long have you been acting? So um, I, I acted extensively when I was uh, quite a bit younger. I was in, I, I think my first real show was when I was uh, 10, 9 or 10. Uh, and I did shows all the way through up through high school into college. And then uh, I took about 12 years off while my kids were very, very little. Uh, and then I came back, uh, back in 2007 and I've been pretty much in a show 
uh, either in rehearsals, production, or final performance, almost nonstop ever since. And you also do Mormon Tabernacle Choir. I am the Tabernacle Choir. <laughs> you, you did musical directing for uh, It's a Wonderful Life. I've done some directing and musical directing as well. So it's I also not have just, a podcast. Yeah. Oh, what is your on. podcast? So I work with the Legendarium podcast. We uh, review fantasy and science fiction literature and movies and uh, video games, uh, graphic novels. Ooh, yeah, we've done comic books. So not nerdy at all. No, no, <laughs> not this kid. There's a lot of our audience who probably looked it up. Legendarium? The Legendarium podcast. Check it out. Yep. Check it out. Of course, after you've listened to the movie zone. Oh, yeah, no. First totally listen to this first. <laughs> yeah. Don't stop listening. Keep listening. Um, uh, so what advice would you give someone like me who I've not been in theater for 16 years? Okay. Now I have a one and a half year old and I'm getting back into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of opposite of how you did. You got out of it, <laughs> then back into it. Yeah. Because I kind of want my, my, we can tell my girl already is going to be a performer. Oh, yeah. Well, and I kind of want to do it look with at, her. There must be something with heredity. So, you know, that's <laughs> the way a, that goes. It's still a line. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know. Uh, what do you like about playing Nate in Detroit? Um, look at me say Nate. Nate. It's the way it goes. <laughs> um, it, I, he is. He is a loud about town. He is just absolutely a delightful, fun character. He's lovable. He's a lovable scamp. Uh, and and he gets a chance to crack jokes and I get to laugh on stage, you know, which normally is not something you get to do when you're doing a show. Um, but the other thing that I like about him, and, and maybe this is maybe this is one of those things that's too much about me as, a, as an actor or whatever. But I think there's a part of him that really is a very genuine human being that, um, and, and all of us have different parts of our personalities that we, that we sometimes bottle up and we sometimes don't get to express. And so for me, um, some of that vulnerability and some of that, you know, trying to be tough and trying to, you know, pull everything off and yet still being very, um, very vulnerable is, mm -hmm. is a great thing about Nathan that I get to do on stage and I don't have to worry about doing it at home. Uh, <laughs> I, can, I can just, I can just relax and I can enjoy this. And so it, it gives me an opportunity to, to express emotions, anger and frustration and all of those kinds of things, yell at the top of my lungs and be frustrated with everybody and their dog. Um, and, and then I go home and I can just relax and be a little <laughs> bit more mellow. Why hope box? Hope box is different. Um, the idea that what we do is not just about performing for our benefit and not just about the benefit for, for the audience, but really about alleviating suffering. Um, I've, I've been in, I've been in some tough places myself. Uh, I've never, I, I have not battled cancer, but I've been in some, some pretty dark places where it feels like there is, there is no joy to be had. And in those kinds of times you rely on other people to help you find joy. So the fact that we're doing that for people and for behalf of people who are suffering and fighting every minute of every day to try and, and find some joy um, is a powerful thing. And then to think that what, as we do that, we also find ways to help them defray some of the costs. Um, medical costs are just horrendous and they can, they can cripple families. Um, Even if you survive the disease and, and that, you know, you, you, you survive and we celebrate and then you get handed a bill. Right. It's um, ridiculous. It, it's, it's very, very painful. We and my family have been recipients of uh, a tremendous amount of generosity. Um, and so this in some ways is me being able to pay that back. It's awesome. 
Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. My pleasure. All right. He's Todd Wenty. He plays Nathan Detroit on the nights you should come see the show. <laughs> and then if you have an opportunity to see it a second time, come see me. No, you should Nathan definitely Detroit. see both Nathan Detroit's. And then you should walk away and say, I'm not sure which one was better. They were both so good. <laughs> but but really, it's, it's me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Austin here with. Austin. <laughs> <laughs> which is weird because the other night at IHOP. Someone's like, hey, Austin. So I turned and looked at him. They're like, oh, no, sorry. Hey, Nathan. And I turned again and looked at him. I was like, still me. And then they, so they were asking for you. And then Nathan, who's also in the cast, and I felt really left out. It's like, you use both my names and you still don't want my attention. Anyway, <laughs> uh, how many shows have you done at Hope uh, This is my first. Oh, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. we talked about that. <laughs> had you ever seen a show here before? I had seen one show. What was that? Uh, the, the show Adam Sandler. What's the... Uh, oh, what you think? There we go. That's the one. <laughs> the Adam Sandler musical. Uh, how long have you been acting? Uh, since I was about 16. Okay. So, so you've been in a lot of shows. Yeah. And you have a background in improv. I do. As well as lighting and, and tech. What is it that you love so much about theater? Uh, there's just a magic to the art form that makes it uh, easy to do and satisfying at the end, I guess. Um, it's it, it comes naturally, I guess. But lighting for me especially, because that's, that's kind of my main thing is lighting. And um, it's, I don't know, it's just a really easy way for me to express creativity yeah so what do you like about the mission of hope box um so this is the first time doing a show here and um it's a lot different than most theaters because a lot of the time you're focused more on just putting on a great show which we still are but we're putting on a great show for a cause and um I don't know. I think it's motivated me even more to have high energy and to, to really give our audience what they want to see because um, I know that it's going to benefit somebody else and it's not just for my pride, I guess. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, not to just brag to friends and family. Yeah, exactly. But you, you mentioned that energy. You play a character that is vital <laughs> and the energy that comes with that character without it, the show falls flat. Who do you play and how many times have you played? So I play Benny South Street um, and I've played, this is my third time playing Benny. What, so. But like ninth time in Guys and Dolls altogether. Like <laughs> it's my, my fourth time doing <laughs> things concerning Guys and Dolls, but it's the third time doing the show as a whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you like about Benny? Um, he's just kind of like a sarcastic, uh, sidekick. I don't know. There's something about him that just lends it to who I am as a person, I guess. Uh -huh. He's like the straight man that is always there for, uh, for Nathan and, um, and then occasionally has a little jab joke on the side. Yeah. So. Uh, a word that comes to mind with Benny is both loyal and sneaky. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, if I, if I do say so. I think Benny. So there's there's two there's two three lines in this cast. There's the gamblers, the mission people, and the hotbox right. dancers. And I think Benny is the lifeblood of the gamblers. Really? Yes, absolutely, well, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> That's good to know. I, Nathan might be the facilitator or whatever, uh -huh. but Benny's the energy. Benny's the heartbeat of it. That, all. That's fair. I, yeah, he definitely is kind of the energy that that keeps everything rolling. Nathan is is. He's there and, and he's he's a staple, but yeah, Benny Benny kind of has to carry Nathan along through a lot of stuff. It's almost like Nathan just forgets about things and Benny's got to like, hey, hey, yeah, I'm absolutely. here and I, I'm going to keep you in line. <laughs> There's the accent. <laughs> uh, come see Austin Stevenson play Benny South Street in Guys and Dolls. 
you're here every every night. Every single night, yep. Check it out, hopeboxtheater.com. Thanks, man. All right, here with Shane Larson. You play... Big Julie. Who's Big Julie? Big Julie's a mobster from Chicago that comes in to fleece Nathan Detroit. And how does it go? Some up, some down. Uh, The plan was moving along. Me and Harry the horse had it under control. And then this guy named Sky came along and screwed it all up. (laughs) Then we had to go to like some mission with some dolls. I I don't get the whole thing. It's unbelievable. Where are you from, Shane? I'm from here in Utah originally. What's your backstory? I know the answers to these. Yeah. Uh, My backstory is I'm a disabled vet. Uh, grew up here, moved to California, joined the military young, uh, got an art degree, got out for a while, went back in after 9-11, did all the Afghanistan stuff. I outward NATO for the SEGDEF, done a few interesting things. And then I was sitting at home spinning and a friend of mine's daughter was in the last guys and dolls at the Zigfield that Carol did. And I went and saw it. It was the first show I'd seen. And they inspired me to get out of my house because I was spending way too much time as a disabled, disgruntled vet just sitting at home uh, to try out for a simple part. I went for the cop. I wanted to go for the cop in Footloose. I ended up playing Coach Dunbar, which is way more than I bargained for. Uh, And been kind of following Carol Madsen around for a lot of projects, tried some stuff over OPA and other things. And mostly to get out of the house. I like uh, part of the reason I do the hope box is that uh, they donate in a time of need, a family that's going through cancer. Uh, so that's a big part of my time. I like music and I like the acting enough, but it's not, I don't have the bug that most do, but I found that if I spend too many months at home working on the house by myself, I'd become a very disgruntled vet. <laughs> so, so acting shows is an outlet of sorts for your absolute, absolutely. PTSD that when you say spinning, yeah, yeah. I, I have PTSD. I, I, I'm technically on pills for depression. Hey, who ain't? Uh, no. Right? Right? Yeah. Well, nowadays, nowadays it might be a little more legitimate. Than yeah, this. yeah. Uh, but uh, a lot of what gets me, uh, well, and it's twofold. So you have like, you know, depression, anger, all those kind of things, but they're magnified because I have a lot of joint and a lot of nerve pain. So, uh, if you were to take a hot curling iron and shove it under your back blade of your shoulder, that feel like what I usually feel. I get it. I've got a little used to it, but uh, at times are chained in Utah. We might have some uh, official pain relief, but the <laughs> VA doesn't recognize any of those things. Uh, oh, so you combine the two, you wake up and you're, when you wake up in pain or you have a migraine or something like that, and then you have those other issues too. If you spend a lot of time just on your own, uh, I think it gets magnified. You spend time in your head and then you go on Facebook and brah, Trump or Pelosi or brah, you know, everybody's, yeah, everybody is like, we're so right now. I've never seen our society so wound up with so little to say to each other, Mm. no discussion or anything. And it's easy to get pulled into that, especially as a veteran. You know, I I, I have my beliefs on everything from Afghanistan to everything else. I think I have a vested interest in politics because I helped fight for it. Right. But if you spend too much time on all that kind of stuff, I think you miss some of the things that are important. I'm not always good at the touchy-feely or the important stuff, but I know enough to know that this is an outlet that helps other people while helping myself. And that's about all I can do. How important is that uh, mission to you for other vets to find outlets to help? Oh, very, very. Uh, So I'm trying, I've already met the Lieutenant governor Cox. Um, 
thanks to uh, a friend of mine, Justin Lee, who works for him. Our fight coordinator for the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, fight coordinator for the show. Um, and he put me in touch with people and we're working on it. What, what I'm trying to do is get a program together for the those that are mostly disabled to the point where the normal VA education system isn't going to work because that's very blue collar and it has a purpose and it's really good at its purpose. But those like me that are um, either unemployable or broke or hundred percent or fully disabled, you know, we don't go work. We, I can't work for anybody legitly because, you know, five hours, I might have a migraine, but for here I can suck it up for two hours, a mm -hmm. couple of nights a week and help somebody. Mm -hmm. uh, so what I was thinking is the way to maybe help against veteran suicide is to get someone's mind engaged and get it engaged in the community. Not everybody's going to have an interest in music like I do. So I thought college would be a great way to go. Originally I was thinking grades and all this stuff. And, and I talked to, uh, the military aid for the governor, uh, and they had some ideas. And I think the current way that they're trying to push is like, if you audit a class, Mm -hmm. And we're trying to get that tied into some schools and get some schools oh, to great. try it. Uh, and then we just got to get the veterans to also try it. Give it a shot. <laughs> yeah. 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 Getting get them first out of the house is the hardest. I, I'd say keeping them involved is also important. Occasionally, even me, it's kind of like, oh, why am I doing this crap? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, but, but that initial jump into it. Yeah. That's the hardest. Why? Why should I do that? Or why should I? Why? why you know, I can just sit here and, or whatever. Right. And so I think that initial gap has to be something to interest them, whether it's psychology under what I don't care yeah. as long as it gets them out of the house. But the old VA system, it's to get people employable. If you're not employable, it doesn't fit you. And maybe those classes are what interests you. Yeah. Maybe you want a poli sci, right? Maybe your interest is politics or, or an art degree or an art like degree yourself. or yeah. theater. Maybe yeah, a right. we Weber. Right? Yeah. Now that I've been doing this for two years, well, maybe I should go and actually learn me some education <laughs> or something. But it sounds like, right? to me, like you feel actively engaged in a cause you're passionate about. Is yeah, the key I try, to, I'm trying to be actively engaged in it. Well, and I mean, for other bets. <laughs> yes, it's, yes. That's the key to, uh, and it sounds so uh, naive to use the word uh, normal, but to fill a, a, a qualm of normalness and normalcy back in your life yes. that you lost by serving the, the country and the rights of freedom everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, the army had its pros and cons. My body being <laughs> the cost, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Con, yeah. Well, um, I wouldn't give up some of the things I've seen or done. I mean, it made me who I am today. I wouldn't be as vested in this currently if it hadn't been for that. So I try not to. Uh, sometimes people have look at me like I'm something that needs to be fixed. And I hate that. I absolutely hate that. I earn what I have. What I would prefer is someone that could maybe improve their life back towards a little bit of normalcy um, or at least survive. No one, veteran or not, wants to feel like a project. Oh, no, we don't. <laughs> and I think there's this stigma with PTSD, with uh, physical ailments, with, with veterans that people are kind of tiptoe around it and don't bring it up and don't address it. And that's when it gets slippery. That's when it gets dangerous. I think it's important to talk about it and be upfront about it. And I'm impressed that you found an outlet in theater. Well, thanks. And it's great that it's a theater that gives back to the community. It's not just, I mean, yeah, we're goofing around and having fun. Yeah. But we're busting our tails for Margo. Yes. Yes, we are. On the next show, 
will be for someone else in the community. Which means you should come out and see the show. <laughs> Absolutely. Come see Shane. Play Big Julie. And uh, if, uh, if there's a veteran hearing this, uh, they have a military discount here too. Yeah, absolutely. So, so make sure you come out here in Kaysville. Thank you, Shane. All right, we'll have more of those uh, throughout the month yeah. of February. There, I, I've got hours that we need to uh, of things I need to edit down and share with you, and uh, hopefully that it touched you and you'll be able to come out and support the show. If not, tell someone about it so that Margot. Our, our recipient can have the house full every single night. Hopeboxtheater.com. That's Hopeboxtheater, R-E on theater.com to get your tickets. I'm in the Valentine cast. That's the name of the cast. So if you want to come on a night, I'm doing it. Make sure you choose that cast. But the other cast is phenomenal as well. So, yeah. Coming up next, we'll give you some movie news and rumors and wrap up this week's edition of The Movie Zone. Call a lawyer and sue me. Sue me, what can you do me? I love you. And now, back to the movies with the Movie Zone on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I was a fool to give to you. All right, already, I'm just a no-good Nick. Welcome back, final segment of The Movie Zone. Austin Horton, Adrian Lizer, soundtrack of the week, Guys and Dolls. Check us out, Hope Box Theater. R-E on theater. Hopeboxtheater.com in Kaysville. Support the fight against cancer. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, time for some movie news and rumors, Adrian. I've got Star Wars news. More? Hit it! Taika Waititi. Just won an Oscar for Best Adapted Screenplay for Jojo Rabbit. Did you see that video from Brie Larson of him hiding his Oscar under the seat in front of him? Oh, no. Because, you know, they get you walk off the stage with that Oscar, oh, yeah. and it's not... Those are prop Oscars. Right. They then mail you the actual Oscar, and he was trying to steal <laughs> the, the prop Oscar. That's funny. Uh, yeah, he just won an Oscar. Well, there's been a lot of rumors attached to him and Star Wars. Also the voice of the uh, warrior battle droid in Mandalorian. Indeed. Indeed. Yes. Uh, there's been rumors that he will be directing a future Star Wars movie for Disney and Lucasfilm, and he has... Kind of broken the silence on that. He was asked if he has been approached by Disney and Lucasfilm about a future Star Wars project, and his response was, listen, what does approached even mean? I've seen Star Wars. That's about as far as it got, says Taika Waititi. He's very heavily involved in the Marvel movies as well. Of course, Thor Ragnarok, and uh, he uh, is so talented, Austin. He's so, incredible. So it won't be long until he does a Star Wars project. That's because he's already doing it. Right, yeah. I think <laughs> you're right. Honest, yeah, let's be honest. He just, this is, those gag orders are real. That Especially with Disney and Lucasfilm. You won't just lose your gig. Remember You'll when Mark, arm or something. Mark Ruffalo accidentally had, like, his phone on? Mm-hmm. During Has anyone Avengers? seen him since? No, I've only seen he's him. He's out in this movie this week, Fantasy Island. Right. But that, they could have made that before he was sure. put into Disney j- Dungeon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Below California Adventure, <laughs> behind Ariel's Grotto. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. Um, Austin, real quick. Muppets Most Wanted, the director, James Bobbin. Bobbin? Boban? Boban. Uh, he is going to be the one who will be directing the new... Clue reboot starring Ryan Reynolds and being written by the writers of Deadpool. Wow. So now that that so I don't know if great. they're going rated R or they're going PG 13, but of course, knives out the smash hit of the 
year. This year, maybe. Of Surprise It, I would Surprise, say. Surprise, yeah. And uh, Who Done It films, very hard to make, but if you do them well. And Clue was like the classic one that everyone thinks of. Yeah. And so, I loved Clue one. until the end. Thought the end got way too ridiculous. But anyway. We'll I like the happens. idea of the writers of Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds yeah, teaming up same. again. Yeah. Uh, I'm mad at you, though. Why? Because you told me you had Muppets news. That is Muppets that's news. That's not Muppets news. He directed he, Muppets Most Wanted. Okay. Then anything's Muppets news, because everyone has seen, to steal a line from Taika Waititi, <laughs> everyone has seen the Muppets. I also told you it's not what you think. Yeah, well, I'm mad at you. Go on. That's good, because you're leaving here again for to continue your staycation. Yes. Through some of the You're lucky break. I stayed in town. You know what? I, I consider myself lucky every time I, I see you. Oh, thanks, man. But yeah, don't tell me there's Muppet news <laughs> when there's not, because I love the Muppets. Let me Google the Muppets. T- quick, give me some Muppet news, or I'll have a headache the rest of the week. News, news, news. Clue reboot. Clue reboot. Oh. Muppets director. Clue oh. reboot. Um, the Muppets. Miss Piggy took home the best grandpa trophy on Oscar night. Hey, uh, good. There you go. Good. That'll do it. That'll do. Yeah. That'll do. Miss Piggy, not my favorite, but she is the Muppets. Yes. All right. Good job. You too. Enjoy your staycation. I will. Thank you. Go see a movie or six. I will. Go see the photograph. And like you say, Austin, as soon as you walk in the house, your pants are off. And... (laughs) Because you like to get comfortable. Sure. And so that's what I will be doing the rest of my weekend. Well, wait, Pantsless. wait, wait. No, not yet. Get to your car. No, least, this man. isn't like Alema Harrington who wears a suit on top and shorts on the bottom when the Jazz are on the road. <laughs> don't don't spoil Alema's wait, can I say that? Hawaiian look, man. <laughs> Fredrin Lizer, the uh, the traitor, Alema Harrington, and, uh, and I'm Austin Horton. We'll see you next week on the Movie Zone.